Hi, I'm George from NBI Hockey. And I'm Brody from Broly Talks Hockey. And uh, welcome back to Winning on Paper. Uh, no special guest today. Um, but we are going to be talking a little bit about the Stanley Cup Final. And then we're going to be covering the Metropolitan Division offseason previews. So we'll be uh, touching on what we think they should do in the draft if they have a first-round pick. Um, just some guys they could be targeting uh, in free agency and trades. And then uh, we'll be kind of giving a vague outline of where we think they'll end up next season um obviously we'll do a proper season preview things in like august or september or whatever but mm-hmm. this will be kind of a good vague uh intro to that yeah and we're starting with the metro i don't know if i mentioned that but yeah um so first of all stanley cup final um vegas florida just like we all predicted um and uh what do you uh what are your kind of initial thoughts on on the final I, I actually think this will be a very entertaining cup final like it's not what i expected but i do think it'll be entertaining because like the entertainment value will be there like a chuck is actually very entertaining oh yeah i've like i hated him when he was in calgary like with all the fibers in of my being i i did not like him but i don't know what it is about him in florida like did paul maurice tell him to smarten up or something or like, he doesn't play with that dirty grit anymore. Like, it's just yeah. now, like, that power forward, like, that I can respect, you know? Could just be maturity, too. Like, I know Marchand kind of had that, too, where just as he aged, he just became, like, just a really good player. Like, I think that's probably the best, like, style comp I can come up with because Marchand is a the younger player. was, like, he had a couple – he had some suspension history. And, right. uh, you know, he, he didn't have the the offensive explosion kind of capability that – uh, he does now, or at least did in his prime. Um, I guess he's still really good now, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And Kachuk's kind of finding that too, where he's like still really annoying to play against, but he's not like a like quote unquote dirty player. Anymore. Right. Yeah. So I think that's kind of, I think like he's that, struck that, that balance. Yeah. Yeah. The devolution is really similar. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. Think, Go ahead. I think it'll be good. Like it'll be an, the weirdest goalie battle cup final, but I think it can still be a goalie battle like Aiden Hill versus Bobrovsky. And it's like, this is two narratives coming against each other that have battled for so long. Like it'll finally be, do you need a workhorse goalie to win a cup or is goaltending so random? And I think a lot of people will base that off what happens. Like it's not fair to base it off one year, but like, I I think a lot of people will come with that conclusion. (laughs) In in fairness, like I, I still don't think the, uh, the workhorse goalie argument would be valid for this, seeing as Borowski wasn't the starter going into the playoffs. But I no. understand, I understand like how people can yeah. conflate that, being like, "Oh, well, you can pay a goalie ten and a half million dollars, and it works out." It's like, well, listen, Borowski, like the idea was Borowski wasn't going to play at all in these playoffs <laughs> right. two months and, ago. So and we'll finally like, have a person who's making ten mil winning the cup, so that argument can finally be put to bed. It's already been to bed a while. I guess but it would be either way, right? Because uh, Eichel or Bobrovsky. Over 10, yeah. So now the arguments, half, no right? one over 10.1 wins the cup. And I'm like, what? The, that's yeah. just moving the goalposts. That is ridiculous. <laughs> I saw NHL posted that. I'm like, are you kidding? Nice. That is gross. <laughs> that's hilarious. But I mean, the whole cap percentage thing has been put to death anyway. So whatever. Yeah. Some people still, um, still think somehow. <laughs> well, All right. Yeah. What's your uh, uh, what's your prediction. cup final prediction? Uh, well, I just uh, I kind of can't pick against Florida now. It's just on brand, so I'm gonna yeah. go Vegas in six. Um, yeah. Although, like, I would pick even if like I could give myself the opportunity to pick Florida, I wouldn't. Um, right. In this case, I think Vegas is just a better team, um, and I really want to yeah. see them win a cup because I like I really like Jack Eichel. Um, I love Mark Stone. I love Shea Theodore. Um, and I think Florida still has a pretty big window of opportunity here. Obviously despite the mm-hmm. fact that I think they got carried heavily by goaltending in one player, but I think they're, they still have a really bright future. Like a lot of their pieces are really young. And uh, I think I said it in our off season preview that like Florida kind of extended their contending window with the Huberto trade. I, yeah. I, I mentioned that somewhere. I think it was in, on the podcast. It was, it was here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, clearly I didn't think they'd be a cup final. Like I thought they'd take a step back this year. And if it wasn't for Sergey Bobrovsky, they probably would have. Um, but yeah, yeah, like this team's still gonna be pretty good for for the next like four or five years, um, and Vegas is just fun. Like, I want to see I want to see a cup parade in Vegas. That sounds like like Florida's like the state of Florida's had too many like victories in the last like three years. It's time to yeah not become the next Boston. Like, 
Right. <laughs> Spoon yeah. around a little bit. But uh yeah, what about you? What's your prediction? See, I have I have Vegas in seven, but like my heart kinda I wanna see Florida win. But I think Florida Vegas so will win fun. in seven. That's Florida what I think. Like, it has the most meme potential because it'd be hilarious. Yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> and Paul Maurice winning a cup the year after he quits in Winnipeg, I think would be very funny as well. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, that'd be great. I think, the, I think the org will blow to shambles after that. So that's good. <laughs> like to see it. And if yeah. Bobrovsky wins a cup, someone's going to pay a shit ton of money for Connor Hellebuck. So oh, we're going to see some crazy goalie anyway. trades. And Soros like- might get traded at the draft. Yeah, maybe. So, Could you imagine that sh- in Nashville? Ooh, that'd be fun. That'd be yeah. Well, people are gonna go crazy. <laughs> yeah, and not be, a good uh, kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I can't see them moving Soros in Nashville to draft. That, we, we'll get to the central. Yeah, we will. We, we will. Central. Yeah. Um, that seems like a pretty good transition to move into uh, the main the part draft. of this podcast. Uh, yeah. Well, no, the uh, well, the Metro Division, because that's what yes. we're covering today. That's right. <laughs> Which we will cover part of the draft, but um, right. We're gonna do this al- We're gonna do this alphabetically. That's it. You wanted. That's you didn't have anything else for the cup final. I don't think. No, no, that's it. Okay. I'm ready to move on to Carolina no. here. All right. Um. So yeah, we're gonna move. We're gonna do this alphabetically. Um. Unless I miss somebody, then you know we're not gonna do it alphabetically. But uh, I think I have it under control. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are our first team. Ironically, the last team out of the Metro to make the play. Uh, to for go the furthest in the playoffs is what I'm trying to say. Um, and uh, they'll be picking. Do we know where they're picking at? I think they are picking at, well, they would be picking because they 30th, finished higher yeah. than Dallas. So they'd be 30th. Yeah. 30th, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, they'll be picking 30th in the draft, kind of the first round. I guess we'll start there. We'll start with the draft. Um, yeah. What do you think is an ideal fit for them? Uh, draft wise. See, I have two guys. And it's like two different directions. And they're two of my favorite guys of this draft. Mm-hmm. So the first one is someone I talked about in the draft podcast. Mm-hmm. I think Jaden Perron fits in Carolina, like what they do. I think yeah. he'd fit there so well. Like he just reminds me of Seth Jarvis when I watch him play. So like I kind of get that comparison and I'm like, I think, you know, he has speed. He's good on the four check. That's Carolina. And then the other guy that I think would fit very well is Will Whitelaw, who's also... Like, if they want to add size, that's the fit because he's a, mm-hmm. a big guy, one of the best four checkers in the draft. And, yeah, that's really Carolina to me. So that's why I got those two there. Yeah, uh, I could definitely see Jaden Perron um, fitting there pretty well. Um, I'm going to kind of go with somebody who I'm higher on than a lot of people are, and that's Tanner Melindic. Um, I think his, his just pure offensive, like, push rush style um from the back end is really fascinating um he's somebody that reminds me a lot of brent burns and the fact like especially like young brent burns and the fact that he probably should be a forward um i I think that that could be kind of an interesting development process especially with burns still in the hurricanes i think they could kind of get um a good like transition from from one player to the other uh in that sense um i don't know if he's necessarily for if he'll go in the first round i think there's a lot of risk involved there as well same with perron um yeah but he's he's such a fun player like he's just like he's like denton matejuk on like steroids because like if you thought matejuk didn't play any defense um <laughs> it gets it gets worse but like it's somebody who can just break a game from the blue line um is something that really fascinates me and i think carolina could kind of play that like almost positionless hockey style um better than pretty well anybody and i think Lindick kind of fit really well into that that system if that's the way they want it to go it's definitely a risky pick but i think if you're the hurricanes at this point you can kind of like like you don't have to be safe in the first round mm-hmm. um and i think that would just be really fun i do like the Jaden braun fit as well though in uh, in carolina um all right so their off season is very interesting they actually only have um one forward two defensemen and one goalie signed beyond next season Looking yeah. at their, uh, or I guess two forwards, because because um, cap uh, friendly's on to next year already, so it's a little is it? tough oh, to read. Okay. Yeah, so like when it says zero, that means like they're expiring. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Um. So yeah, I read that wrong. But, yeah. Uh. Oh no, this is no. I'm right. I'm right. No, you are right though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. So they they definitely have a lot of opportunity here to move rosters around. Obviously, um, 
Jordan Stahl's contract coming off the books is is good. I mean, I'm sure he'll resign. I have no doubt in my mind they're going to bring back Stahl. It's just not going to be for $6 million. Um, right, yeah. I can't see him go. The only other place I could see Jordan Stahl maybe going is Florida if they keep Eric and Mark. Like, that's that's it. Like, yeah. I, there's no other way that Jordan's. And I honestly, it's probably more likely that Carolina brings those guys in than Florida. Um, yeah. So, like, that's the only thing I could see him doing because uh, they're all free agents this year, which is kind of fun. Um, but no, I mean, Jordan Stahl's not going to leave. He's just going to be cheap. I think Yessi Puyarbi is kind of the most interesting name. Um, I don't, I don't think they're going to keep him. There's a lot of talk about him not being in NHL next year, which I think is a huge mistake. I still love Jesse Puyarvi. I just want somebody to give him a chance. I really thought Carolina would be that team. He just didn't so fit true. as well as I thought he would. Um, but there's still something. I still think there's something there. Like just there's there's still one team that I have a lot of hope <laughs> for Puyarvi, and it's it's one that's going to surprise you when I say it right now. All right, the Kraken. Okay, Puyarvi on the it. Kraken. I don't hate it. I thought you were like, going to go Colorado. No, they, but, it wouldn't happen, but yeah, Colorado would be good too. They need depth. I like Colorado. Yeah, I like. I think Colorado kind of fits the uh, willing like, to de- take especially a shot. if they get rid of. Yeah, and especially if they get rid of like Evan Rodriguez, like if they can't re-sign him. Uh, yeah, Puyarvi would be a good fit there. Anyway, we're not talking about the airplanes right now. Um, you know, I don't think I don't think Puyarvi sticks around. Uh, Paul Stastny is another one who I think is super underrated. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he comes back to Carolina. Maybe he uh, just retires, to be honest. I I don't know. Because like, he's still really good. Yeah, he is really good. Again, I could see maybe Colorado for Paul Stastny. Because um, they need center depth. Especially because uh, Blindus Hog is going to be out. Um, he's kind of an interesting fit there. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no real big... Unless I'm missing somebody, like they don't have a ton of like huge. I guess Frederick Anderson is probably their biggest free agent, right? Um, and they, I don't think they should keep Frederick Anderson. This is a hot no. take, but I mean, I they, think they, you you run it next year with Kochikov and Ranta, if whichever one of them two is cheaper. Too. Yeah, whichever one of Anderson and Ranta is cheaper. Well, it's gonna be Ranta. Yeah, so go Ranta Kochikov next year. That's what you need, and then you bring in, you bring in some forwards. You need a forward. Bring in Mark Shifley. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like the patch ready experiment was fun for yeah. like a game. Like it, 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 it sucked. Was really, it was a fun idea. It was, and it's just if he wouldn't have been injured, they would have won the cup this year. I I believe that honestly. I mean, Full yeah, health, Carolina would have won the cup this year. Yeah, and it's just it's unfortunate because they're not going to bring patch ready back. I can't see it. No, um, he's going to sign for league min somewhere and he's put up sign thirty goals. With the Oilers for a million, and he's going to score forty with Drysaddle. Yeah, and it's going to be insane. Um, yeah. that's my ideal fit because they didn't get Carlson. I want them to get patch ready because that'd be fun. Um, yeah, <laughs> it really would be like, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Be. I mean, like I, I, they definitely needed another top six forward. There isn't a whole lot out there. Um, at least free agent wide, the free agency this year stinks. It's not good. Yeah. Um, it does. It's the, the David Clarkson era of free agent classes. That's, that's what we're, that's what we're in right now. Um, the RFA market's pretty good. I mean, Thomas Hurdle's still out there, so I mean, to do that, they have a lot of picks. So, yeah. Um, all right, give me one one player that you would like the Carolina Hurricanes to target this season, this offseason. Okay, so trade or free agent? Anything, just one player. It doesn't matter. See, like I know it's gonna sound biased coming from someone from Winnipeg saying Mark mm-hmm. Shifley, but I just think that makes sense. Well, actually, no, I think they should target Kyle Connor. That's, I'm changing my answer because okay. they really want someone who's going to score goals and they don't mm-hmm. necessarily need someone who's going to play defense because Kyle Connor won't. No. He won't. <laughs> like It's simple as that. But yeah, I think it's, it's probably him or if they want to bring in a defenseman, I think Orlov would be cool Yeah. in Carolina. Orlov would be fun. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with somebody that I'm also going to mention for another. Okay, am I allowed to do that? Can I mention somebody twice? Yeah, you can segment? mention somebody did twice. We, did we make that real? Okay, well, Jeremy Swayman is my pick for Carolina. Okay, um, <laughs> you're going to mention him for everybody. <laughs> and, no, I'm going to mention him for one other team in the Metro. Um, yeah. And uh, we both know. Who, we all know we who that is. We both know. Um, all yeah, the listeners well, know It's the, the team they played in the second round of the playoffs. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I like Jeremy Swayman just sucked. It's the 
easiest, like it's the, the most appetizing offer sheet potential like ever because Boston has no money. And like we looked at it before an episode one one time and we'll look at it yeah. more when we get to Boston in the Atlantic episode because it's going to be super interesting. Um, but basically like they would have to gut their whole roster basically to not only match a like 6.1, whatever the first and third offer sheet is for Swayman and to replenish whatever they'd have to move out to make that. Because they have like nine open roster spots next season. They have $6 million to do it with. So like, yeah, there's a, and if, if it's not Swayman, I'd like to see them try to make a trade for Allmark. Although I think that would be expensive. Um, yeah. I think it would, it would cost them more to get Allmark than it would the, the first and third would for Swayman. In my opinion, like I think Allmark's worth more than that right now, especially because he's going to win the best. Now. Like that's just the yeah. recency bias there is going to be insane. Um, it just, it's so, it's such a great opportunity because even if you don't get him, like the Bruins are ruined if you do it, which is why I think like I could see a, a lot of teams in the Atlantic trying to do, there's a couple teams in the Atlantic I think would be also really interesting to offer sheet Swayman because it would kind of just ruin the Bruins even more than they're already going to be taken down. Do you think, but, do you think some teams are actually going to start to go to that or they're going to be like, I hope well, so. we like this player, but we're also going to screw them over. I really hope so. Because like Carolina's fun, the man. only team in recent memory that's successfully offer sheeted. Yeah. So like that's I mean, the one like, team I could so see much doing. Fun. Like just please yeah. somebody do it. Just like see I like I almost wish like the NHL had like the NBA offer sheet rule. Like kind of a mix of the NBA and NFL like creation rules where like you don't actually have to give draft compensation um mm-hmm. to do it. The team just can match the contract. And then take from the NFL and just give compensatory picks based on the money. That, yes. So that like, should be a thing. Like a, so instead of like Carolina having to give up a first and a third for him, the Bruins just get a pick. Like they get 33rd overall and like whatever it would be um, at the end of the third round. That's yeah. how it should be. It would just like, just do it that way. It would be just way add better. picks. Yeah. It'd be so much more fun. Just, it works for the NFL. Like they, they make it work. They also do that with coaching too. Like if, if your coach gets hired, you get like a pick or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's cool. I think just, that's cool too. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't like that one. That one doesn't bother me as much um, either oh, okay. way, but I definitely think you should get player. Like you should, instead of the giving up picks for RFAs, just give the team a pick at the end of rounds or whatever. And then based on the money, that's how you determine the order. So whoever gets paid like at the highest of the thing or whatever, you can do it by points, whatever, however you want to do it to like order, there's multiple offer sheets a year figured out, but just stop making teams have to give the picks because it'd be so much more fun. Yeah. Uh, or just lower the compensation requirements or something like just make it something. This is whatever it irritates me. Anyway, Carolina has the opportunity to offer sheet somebody. I think they should go after Jamie Swayman. That's my mm-hmm. ideal fit here uh, for the hurricanes. I like it. All right. And uh, this should be pretty easy, but predictions on where they finish, like general range on where they should finish next season. I mean, obviously, first. we both think they're going to be a playoff team. But yeah, yeah. first place is kind of the... First to third. They're, they could be, yeah. I think, probably more likely first or second. That's my yeah. range. I, I don't see them dipping below that. No, and they shouldn't. I mean, this team is like clearly one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, yeah. They should be fine. As long as they can figure out like a true starting goaltender. Um, that's kind of their... true Starting goalie and a top six forward is kind of their... The only things they need. Yeah, they, I agree. Yeah, first to first to third is kind of a, a good range. Definitely a playoff team, though. Uh, all right, so we move from uh, the top of the division to the bottom of the division um, with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, this should be a pretty easy segment for who they should draft because they're picking third overall. Yeah. Um, my answer simply is uh, whoever doesn't get picked between the top like three best players on the board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Bedard and Fantilli are going to go one and two. I'd probably say go Mitchkov. Um, but like you could take Carlson, you could take Benson, you could like just like you could take Smith. Like I'm fine yeah. with any of those guys. Just one of those like four guys. That's <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like this is a really easy part of the. Yeah. Uh, my know. picks, my picks also who I have them like mock taking and it's Will Smith. I think he just fits so well. Like, of course, yeah. they need a center, but like yeah. him and Johnny Gaudreau would be so much fun. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. But yeah, any of those guys, like Carlson, Smith, Mitch, God, Benson, I could, I'd be fine with them taking any of them. they probably go yeah. Smith, though. If I had to put money on it at this point, I think Smith's the most likely They're going Smith. Be. Yeah. Um, and then San Jose is kind of toss-up between Carlson and Mitch, God, for me, but whatever. That we'll get Again, we'll get to the Sharks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we get to them. But yeah, Will Smith kind of feels like the, the pick that's going to be made there. 
it's pretty like it's not an easy pick because there's like guys there, but like you're going to get somebody really good uh, with whoever they pick. Yeah. Uh, all right, free agents for this team. They really don't have anybody um, that's expiring of note. Um, that's the yeah, no one. Actually, nobody. That's weird. Yeah, Matthew huh. Oliver. That's probably the best one. Yeah. And Bayreuther, I guess, is the, the best free agent that they have that they need to maybe resign. Yeah. yeah. They just need to get rid of that uh, good Branson contract now. Well, yeah, they're, they're not. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, and, they, do they, though? Like, how much cap space do they have? They have 16 mil. Yeah, they don't need to move that contract. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Blue Jackets should just kind of just stay the course. Um, use your picks. You have two firsts in a really loaded draft. One of them's LA's, which is, like, a mid-first. Um, I guess, like, who do you think they should take with the Kings pick? I didn't remember they had that. I don't remember where the Kings pick is, so it'll be, like, the 19 range, right? 22? 22. Okay. Um, uh, I don't think they should go defense because you don't need a yeah. defenseman. Sale, Stenberg, Jaeger. I, I think Bradley. Stenberg or Jaeger would be yeah. for that, that pick. Gavin Brindley's probably. Just grab two centers. That's that's yeah. what I'm doing. You grab the best two centers unless, like, mm-hmm. Benson's there somehow. Yeah. Or yeah. Crystal well, would be yeah. good too. Yeah. Andrew Crystal in Columbus would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think. Um, I I don't think Oliver Moore falls to twenty two. Um, that's an interesting name. Yeah, that would be good uh, too. I don't think he falls that far though. I think he goes like early teens. I think he goes like four, like around fourteen. Um, Nashville's gonna snag him. We'll get to but, Nashville. Yeah. yeah, who's picking fourteen? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's gonna take him. There you go. Cal Dubas's revenge tour begins with yes. Oliver Moore at fourteen. Can um, he be at the draft table? Yeah, I, I really, I. <laughs> that's so I, unrelated, I, but I just that yeah. just popped in my head. Yeah. Sorry, what was the question? Can Can Dubas be at the draft table? I know Trailovin can't. Oh. I think so. Why can't he? Wait, what? What's Brad the... Trailovin can't be at the draft table for the Leafs because he was what? with the. The Flames. Yeah, they were saying that he can't oh. be at. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, at the draft table. Which that's is so weird. weird to me. It's like, yeah, he could just matter? text you who their favorite players well, are if he knows them anyway. Do anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm sure they're having that conversation now. I Dubas must be able to because he's the direct. Like they don't have a GM. They don't have any. Like he is the acting GM right now. Okay, I have no idea. He should be that's able so, to. Yeah, he should just be the, the GM and the president of hockey ops. I mean, yeah, but I understand why he doesn't want to do both. Like, I get the stress of it, and direct, like director of hockey ops is a lot more like hands off, so like he won't have yeah. that kind of like day to day pressure the same way. Um, He's more long term anyway, focused um, now. Yeah, Columbus. Who should they target? As give me one player that they should go after. Um, just sign some RFA that doesn't get qualified with upside. And- Jesse Puyarvi. Yeah, well, that too. But, like, what I mean is, like, you know how, like, <laughs> no, yeah. Sony Milano and, like, those Sam yeah. Steele, like, sign one of those guys yeah. after. That's what you should do. And then yeah. trade him at the deadline. I could see, or, like, Villy Hanola being interesting. Like, if the Jets don't bring Hanola back, I think he could kind of be, like, a one year, give him a shot kind of player. Yeah, Villy Hanola is sick. I don't know why they wouldn't give him a shot. Yeah, I don't mind that. I mean, yeah, they're not going to bring him back. They might not even qualify him. Like,. I don't know what he's you're talking RFA, about. Right? He still has one more year. Does he? Oh, yeah. Okay. Who's the Jets? Def- oh, it's Stanley. That only has, that's an RFA. That's yeah. Right. Sign Stanley, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, the like Columbus needs to just kind of stay the course. They made their big free agent signing at Goudreau. Let everybody develop. Um, yeah. I like them going after some like young players. I don't think the Rangers would trade Lafreniere here, but I think that would be kind of interesting. You know um, who'd be more interesting on the Rangers? Who? Philip Heedle. Yeah. That would be sweet. Um, you go yeah. he just Will Smith, so. Philip Heedle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but him getting re-signed kind of... I, I would like to see him kind of go after a, a young center. Kind of like Montreal to play Kirby Dak, like find a player like that. Yeah. Um, Who's like kind of struggling. I can't even think of who that could possibly be, but... Um, Try and lure Tommy Glass of, out of Nashville. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's um, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, but just kind of don't don't do anything crazy. Yeah, is exactly. My plan. All right, don't uh, rock the boat. Prediction standings thing for Columbus. Standings predictions. I'm gonna say like second last in the division. Yeah, second seventh to like, or eighth. Yeah, I'd, I'd even go like six to eight. I think there's six a possibility. To fair. There's yeah. a possibility that like like Philly's probably gonna end up last. I think if I'm just kind of going through this in my head, we'll get again. We'll get to these teams. Um, the Islanders are kind of just a total crapshoot. Um, yeah, they're gonna finish last. <laughs> maybe. I mean, yeah, who knows? Um, and then uh, yeah, I think New Columbus can kind of be in that range, probably. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, all right. The uh, the New Jersey Devils are next up. I'm kind of just bouncing all around uh, the playoffs now because this is the team that lost. Jesus Christ, they have a lot of free agents. Holy smokes! Um, yeah, they have t- a tough time there. Uh, Jesper Boquist, Brat, McLeod, Meyer, Serengovich, Howla, Tatar, Wood, Bastion, uh, Kevin Ball, Ryan Graves, Damon Severson, Kenzie Blackwood. Don't think they're going to qualify Blackwood. I'll put that one out there right now. Yeah, they shouldn't. Uh, Unless they trade. Come back. Yeah. Hopefully not. Um, Graves, I could see them potentially re-signing. Um, it sounds like Damon Severson's hitting the market. Yeah, you're not going to be able to afford him. Six mil? That's a lot. He's worth it, but... Yeah. You have um, guys in the chamber. Why would you sign him Powell again? probably comes back. Um, Tatar probably hits the free agent market. Miles Wood, maybe they bring back... I think they'll bring back Howell, though. It sounds like he really wants to stick around and they really like them. Yeah. Um, and then Govich, Meyer, McLeod... Boquist, I think I'll come back for sure. Um, yes, for Brat's kind of the interesting one for me. Yeah. He's an RFA, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they get hurt. They, they get hurt. It, it all depends on how much Hurdle gets. Um, but I do think, I don't think Yes, for Brat's going to be on this team next year. I think they're going to have to move him. Which sucks because I think Brat's a better player. Over Hurdle? Timo Meyer, I mean. Oh, Meyer, yeah. Really? Okay. I think so. I like Brat. Like, and, like, why would... I don't get why they'd give up on... Like, usually GMs will, like, tend to stick around to someone that they, like, drafted, you know? Well, I think it's like, just a money thing. I mean... Well, like, Brat can probably get six mil, and I think Hurd or Meyer wants eight. Yeah. I, but I, I'd rather I like have Brat at seven than Meyer at eight. I don't know if I agree. I love I think, Jesper Bratt though. That could I love be both it too. Of them. Like, don't get me wrong. I love both players, but like, I think, I think Meyer has the like the higher like the higher ceiling at this point. Yeah, I could see that. And I think for for the Devils specifically, I think going with like the higher ceiling potential um, is more important than like the safer pick. And even then, like, I mean, Meyer's still gonna be like a first line player, right? Regardless, I I just don't like. And you can't just trade like you just traded for Meyer. You just gave up a bunch of assets for him. Like the the sunk cost in Meyer is kind of there. Yeah, with Brat and Brat just had like at least perceived to be a really bad playoffs um, by the general like fan base, which isn't correct. Right. But you know, yeah, because um, he didn't score. Uh, they're kind of an interesting team though, because again, like uh, well, this is the other place I have Jeremy Swayman as a fit because they need a goaltie like they they have to figure out they they have to figure out the goaltending more than carolina does um in my opinion and yeah. there's many options i think swayman's the best option um connor halibut's really interesting although i think if halibut makes the window smaller than swayman would um yeah again sorrow same thing um Demko, same thing. Gibson, even more so, uh, makes the window smaller. Like Swayman is the best option for this team to have a long term. Like it gives them the biggest breadth for a contending window. Yeah, so that kind of leans me toward. It. But I mean, they have the first and third next year. That means they wouldn't have a first, second, third, or fourth next year if they did that. Um, yeah, so they're not going to do that. Which could turn them off, but again, they they might get some of that back in the Diaspora if they trade Brat, right? right? So, 
there there's potential there for a lot of moving parts here in in new jersey um and they have the prospects to make something work even if they don't necessarily offer shoot swimming right they could make an offer to the to the bruins kind of replenishing the bruins prospect pool with a couple guys um right could be interesting yeah what about you who do you think is i have a good fit? I have two guys for New Jersey just because you went the goalie angle. So I'll give my goalie pick and then I'll give someone else. Sure. So my goalie pick, I think Connor Hellebuck makes a lot of sense. He may shorten the window more than Swayman, but I feel like it might be easier. It'll cost more, but it'll be easier to call up the Jets and be like, hey, we want Connor Hellebuck. What's going to take? Because they have so many options. It's definitely a simpler deal. Yeah. Like, I think it's, I think that's how um, Tom Fitzgerald's going to do it too, because he's never been a big like elaborate risk kind of guy like he he makes smart moves but they're Mm -hmm. not the most like it's the easy smart moves like signing dougie hamilton to that contract that's easy yeah like of course but my other guy is gustav nyquist he had a great playoffs and they're gonna need to replenish some scoring if they let brad go Mm -hmm. and he could probably fit in the middle six and i think he would fit there well but then again they got a lot of prospects so yeah, I think um, if you want like a score again, like a, a scoring winger, I think Max Pacioretty is a really interesting fit here too. Um, obviously, have the risk of health, but you so do you. You have the same kind of risk with Nyquist as well. Um, yeah, I think yeah, somebody like that who's gonna be really cheap. He's gonna be kind of a like um, an undervalued guy. Even if like if if you're talking about the Jets, I think Nito Niederreiter is kind of an interesting name too. Yeah, um, Throw depending on what there. the Jets want to do with him, right. uh, I think that's kind of a like that secondary scoring kind of guy. Um, Nikolai Ehlers is probably pretty undervalued this summer. Um, yeah. Just somebody like that. So like a, a second line forward who can score and contribute, but doesn't have to be the guy kind of what like Phil Kessel was a couple of years ago when he went to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, except like less high, like less big name, if that makes sense. But like that kind of role, um, same role, but less like trade value. Something yeah. like that is kind of what they need. And a goalie. So, yeah, pretty much Carolina. <laughs> yeah. These teams are <laughs> very similar, um, which is funny because I think they're going to be playing. They're going to be at the top of this division forever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think New Jersey is kind of in that first to third window for me as well. They're all, yeah, for me as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the New York Islanders, a team who does not have a first round pick, right? I don't think so. No, no. Uh, they do. Yeah. No, they don't. Sorry. I thought they did. They did, but they traded it. They traded theirs for Horvat. Horvat. And then the the Canucks traded that for Ronick. Yes. Talk so about bad move. <laughs> so we don't have a prospect to talk about with this team. Um, no. Which is ironic because the Islanders don't have any prospects, prospects to talk about. Um, <laughs> well, just one. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, free agent-wise, Pierre Engvall, Zach Parise, they were both free agents. I don't think either come back. Um, and uh, Bullduke, Mayfield are kind of the big defensive ones. And Simeon mm-hmm. Varlama is kind of an interesting. Simeon Varlama is like such an underrated name on the goalie market because everybody's talking about all the potential trade options. But yeah, I think Varlama strikes me as somebody who's going to go to one of those teams who trades one of their goalies. Like if, if the Jets move Halibut, Varlama will be kind of the bridge guy. Or if um, I like that. If like uh, maybe not the Ducks, but like if Vancouver moves Demko, like that could be a fit there. I think the Ducks would probably just like rock with Stolars and like be bad again. Um, but kind of Wait, those teams got... who were like, yeah, like the the teams kind of like in the middling pack. I think is where Varlamov kind of ends up. Um, yeah, I could see if the Wild trade Flurry, I could see them trying to bring in Varlamov with yeah. Gus. Maybe a Pittsburgh too. Yeah, if, that uh, could. That if, seems if like a, such a Kyle Dubas move. It does, yeah. Because like, he doesn't uh, again, have like, much on goalies. I don't it think sounds he's... like the... I'm pretty sure the Leafs were interested in Varlamov last summer. So, yeah. Like, that's that seems like a... Decent, like, he, he's a good goalie. Like, Simeon Varlamov is super underrated. Um, yeah, he's been underrated his whole career, I think. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Sorokin's, like, way better, which is also why the Islanders aren't going to bring him back. But... Yeah. There's really not, like... The Islanders are kind of stuck right now. Like, there's no real direction here. Um, So, like, I... like. I don't even want to like hazard a guess at who they should bring in because they need to figure out all, their direction first. Yeah. Well, first of all, their roster is pretty well like locked in. Like they don't really need 
like based on who they have right now, they don't really have like a like quote unquote hole to fill. Like their team's yeah. not good, but you, you know what I mean? Like they kind of have their top four defense, like their top nine forwards pretty well, like their whole forward court pretty well figured out. Um, I guess yeah. Anvil is kind of the one guy they'd have to replace, but you know, um, whatever. Uh, and defensively too. I mean, Scott Mayfield, they'd he's have probably going to gonna go. And, yeah. yeah. And get a backup goalie. Like that's, there's like really, Blackwood? I mean, like maybe Jonathan quick, maybe mm. like, something like just like somebody I think quick would kind of be interesting. Cause he could kind of help Sorokin along for a year. Yeah, um, not that sort of you know who I really like extra. for the Islanders? Who? Andreas Athanasiu. Okay. All right. Just I don't, a, mind it. I don't hate it. Like, if you're going to... I don't know why you'd sign him if you're moving on from Engvall. Like, they're not really the same player, but... Yeah. I mean, like, they could very well bring in Engvall back, but I just... They should, they, but I don't think yeah, they will. Absolutely. Yeah, probably not. And if they do, it's going to be for, like, too long. Like it's not going to be a great contract, I don't think. <laughs> too much money and too long. <laughs> yeah, the, the famous yeah. Peter Shirelli line. <laughs> or was that not Peter? No, 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 that was, no, was Lou. Lou. That was, was Lou, Lou about Horvat. Lou on Horvat, yeah. Like immediately after the Horvat contract. <laughs> At the presser, um, it's too long yeah. and it's too much money. <laughs> oh, classic I mean, like, Lou no, moment. No first, no third this year. Yeah, you would think they offer sheeted somebody. Yeah, but um, they didn't. Nope, they just traded for Bo Horvat. Um, Yikes! Yeah, I think uh, uh, yeah. There's not this team's kind of a mess, um, but I think there's still gonna be kind of middling. Uh, fourth to sixth. Yeah, I was gonna say fourth to sixth is kind of my my range for the Islanders here. Yeah, just kind of you know a bubble team that's gonna squeak in because they're gonna win a bunch of two one games. So, yeah, there you go. It's gonna be really funny seeing Barry Trotz and Lou Lamorello like making trades with each other though. I think that's that's fun. That makes me happy. Yeah, that will be fun. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. There's something about that that's just hilarious to me. Or even better yet, uh, Perry Trotz and uh, 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 damn it, I just lost the name. Which GM? Jets. Oh, Chevy. Chevy, yeah. I think that's just, wow. Okay. Yeah, trying um, to sign him and then the next year he's just fleecing you in a deal. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I just blanked on Kevin Sheldon. Okay. Yeah, that's impressive. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that's it for the Islanders, right? We covered everything. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the New York Rangers, who do not have a first round pick. Yes, they do. Oh, they do. What? Oh, they do. Yeah, that's right. They had two. Yeah, they have the stars first, so they have the twenty nine, twenty third, twenty third. Yeah, because oh no, they traded the, the stars. They traded the worst pick to Dallas. Right. Dude. That was such a good trade. That Terrace Lego trade was super underrated. Um, I'll stand yeah. by that because he was great. Um, free agents wise, though, this team doesn't have as many as that. Wow, they have like nobody signed either. <laughs> Their forward list is kind of short. Um, yeah. Uh, Lafreniere, Kane, Mott, Tarasenko. I think all uh, those three know. bottom guys aren't coming back. Who? I don't think Mott, Kane, or Tarasenko come back. No, Halak doesn't come back. They have I think to he sign should, Andre though. Miller. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever. They're, they're, he'll be, whatever. They'll find a backup like Halak. If it's not Halak, they'll get somebody similar. Yeah. Um, Lafreniere is kind of the most interesting name here. I agree. Because, like, they're going to sign Keandre Miller. Like, they have to do that. Yeah. But, like, what do you do with Alexei Lafreniere? Because his value is, like, stupidly low. Yeah, you don't want to trade him while it's low. But you also have $11 million in cap space. Yeah. And the window for this team is slamming shut really fast. And I mean, Ryan Lindgren and Brandon Schneider for agents next season. So, like, you can't commit too much money to Lafreniere, but you also can't, like, I don't think you can. Trading him now is probably not the best idea either. And Coppola's a free agent next year. And. Kapokako had a really solid, like yes, underrated season this season. And yeah, he was pretty better. good. I think like kind of like the, the catch twenty two here for the Rangers is like you can't lock up Lafreniere long term. But you also like don't know what you have with Lafreniere because he's been on the third line the entire time. Like ideally, you sign him to a bridge deal and you play Heedle, Kako, and Lafreniere as your second line next season, and you just you find out what you have. Yeah. 
And if they rock, then you're in trouble. And if they suck, then you're also in trouble. <laughs> why? Why if they rock, are you in trouble? Well, because then you have like if they sign because Kako has one year left on his deal. Oh right, okay. Um, uh, I guess Heedle's kind of locked up. They have Heedle for for three more years after next season. But Lafreniere's if he signs a bridge deal for two or three years, like that's another contract you have to figure out too. And then you have Schneider and Lindgren coming up, and whatever Miller gets. So like it, it it's a better problem to have. Um, but it's still a problem. Right. And if they suck, then like you're kind of screwed too. Cause if you sign Lafreniere for more than a season, then he's going to be kind of on un- almost unmovable at that point, even for like three or four mil, like there, nobody's really going to be interested in a guy who can't really play in your bottom six or your top six. Right. So well, I'm not saying that Lafreniere is not an NHLer, but you know what I mean? Like he's kind of just like, he's not a very good bottom six forward and he's not a very good top six forward. He's kind of just like in the middle. Yeah. And like, that's not great either. So like, it's also, they need to find a head coach. That's another uh, problem for this team. John Hines is the name I'm hearing a lot of, which is hilarious. And I think John Hines and Peter Laviolette are the two I've heard the most. Peter Laviolette, notorious for being an awful coach. Five on five, which fits the Rangers, baby. (laughs) Lock it in. Um, Same with John Hines, but Peter Laviolette's funnier. Uh, where are they picking? 23rd, right? In the draft? Yep. I'm going to kind of stick with like Stenberg, Sale, Perron, Jaeger, like that group, that same kind of yeah group there. They don't really need to, like, they just kind of need the best player available. That's who they should take. Right. I wrote down Stenberg. Yeah, I yeah, have Stenberg as well. That's fair. Just, yeah, best, whoever the best player available is at 22. That's who you, you do not need to pick for position here. I mean, you shouldn't pick for position anyway, but then, you know, whatever. That's a whole other argument. Um, but for the Rangers specifically, yeah, just best player available for agent target. What do you got? Or whatever. Yes. This is, um, it's kind of tough because it's like, well, they kind of need a bottom sixer Mm -hmm. and they need multiple bottom sixers. Yeah. (laughs) Like what I think would be really funny is if they sign Corey Perry. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I don't think it'll happen, but I think that'd be hilarious. I but in all, it. it doesn't sound like Tampa is going to bring him back. So. No. Well, I've heard rumors the Leafs might want to sign him. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Corey Perry is a useful player, but yeah, that's funny. Like that's like I don't think the Leafs are a great fit, but yeah, I mean he's still fine. Yeah, I think they should just find some guy who just sign a good PTO player. There's always so many of them. Yeah. Like just don't don't overcommit mm-hmm. because you don't know what you're gonna need to do in a couple of years. It's just it's such a weird position to be in because like you kind of don't like they have all these like prospects, but like, even Keandre Miller to some extent, like you don't really know what you have in him fully. Right? Yeah, he's just been playing like, second pair. Yeah, they've been buried down the lineup. Like you don't know what these guys are, and I mean like Hedo and Kako especially have shown flashes, but like. I just, I don't, like, it's so weird. It's such a strange position to be in for this organization. Yeah. And I think, like, it is bringing weird. in a good head coach is going to be so crucial. And I just don't think they're going to do that. No, and they should have hired Burnett. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They should have. I think every um, team could have signed Burnett. Yeah. Literally every team that needed a head coach, they should have hired Andrew Burnett. Like, just like how every team who needs a GM should have hired Eric Tolsky, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it's just, it's such a weird position that the Rangers are in right now. And it's, it's strange because you have Igor Sturkin, who also, by the way, only has two years. He only has one more year after next season on his deal too. Yeah. Um, so again, like if you sign Lafreniere to a bridge deal and he, he's good. Uh Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, then you're like, and like, and it, if he's good, not spectacular. Like, if he like turns out to be like a pretty good second liner, then you're basically going to have to overpay him. Like, you end up with like kind of a, a Jacob Vrana kind of player, or an yeah. Anthony Mantha. Like, yikes. Then or a Hopkins or something like in that group where like they're a good second liner, but they're going you're going to have to pay them like seven million dollars. Yeah, I'd say the Oilers did well with Hopkins, though. They never really overpaid sure. him. 
Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, seven and a bit or whatever he's getting for a power play guy. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's putting up pretty good points. I like Hoffman, so. so I don't think he's making seven. I don't think it's that high. Is I it? think it's five think and a half. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then sure. I thought it was seven. I could have sworn. It's five, one, two, five. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, never mind. That's awesome. That's, yeah, that's stupid good. They should trade yeah. Hopkins. We'll get to that. Um, Boston. <laughs> they should just trade him anywhere for a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, and then sign Patrick. You literally do the same thing, but you know what I mean? Um, or trade him to San Jose for Eric Carlson. Uh, <laughs> the deal is one for one. <laughs> I'm still going to be on that. I want Eric Carlson to do Oilers. Um, and just play him forward. Just, screw it. Just, Whatever. Just cause. Yeah, just do it. Um, yeah, the Rangers are interesting. I don't really have like an ideal free agent player. I can't like list somebody. Yeah, um, I kind if, of struggle like, with that too. If like Joel Armia gets bought out by Montreal, that's kind of an interesting name. He kind of fits that Tyler Mott build. I think he's probably yeah. a bit better than Tyler Mott. A uh, good penalty killer. Um, I think yeah, that him or Connor Sheary. I don't know why. I've always been a big guy. Yeah, Connor I could Sheary see that too. guy. I could see that. It's just yeah. So look at the buyout market. Look at the guys who are going to go. Um, and then just try to figure it out because this team yeah. needs kind of to retool. They also need to figure out if they're going to play the kids on the second line or not. Cause if you're not, then you should trade Lafreniere. If you're not good, if you're going to play, if the plan is to play Lafreniere on the third line next year, they just trade him. Like realistic. Cause you're not going to know what you have with them. And then he's a free. And then like, yeah, it's just, you have to figure out what you have there. Yeah, I agree. Or move on. Like those are the options. You can't just kind of sit in the third line again. Not long term. Um, all right. Predictions for the Rangers finish. What do you got? Third third or fourth? Yeah. Okay. I, I go like second to fourth. Because Link, Link Shosturkin can kind of push them into that top two conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think second to fourth is, is fair. Somewhere between like home ice and like I could see them like hosting the first round of the playoffs and I could see them like missing the playoffs if things really go bad. So, yeah. Yeah. Second and fourth feels good. All right. The Philadelphia Flyers, uh, Philadelphia, Daniel Breer, new GM, first time GM, also my cousin. So shout out. Wait um, for real. Yeah. He's like my like sixth cousin or something. He doesn't know. I oh, exist. okay. We're related. Uh, that's cool. I know he exists. So, you know, that's cool. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, not really a whole lot here either. I mean, James Van Riemsdyk, who they should have traded at the deadline, like oh my god, but um, it fell through, you know. Cam York's an interesting name. I don't know what they want to do with Cam York because he really hasn't like broken out yet, and that's kind of concerning. He had a good year this year, though. Yeah, he's he was, pretty good. Yeah, it yeah. just is long term. I don't know what oh, they have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Should have drafted Caulfield. Yeah, that, that'll be an, well. Yeah, um, that'll be an interesting deal. I'm glad they didn't though. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Noah Cates obviously um, is a super unreal good player as well. Um, Van Riemsdyk doesn't come back. Obviously, he's gonna hit the market. Um, right. The, the biggest question for me here is what do they do with Carter Hart? Because like he had a good year, but like his whole body of work has not been very impressive. No, he had his good year, rookie year, and then this year yeah. are the only like good years he's had. I mean, he's tw- he's still twenty four, but like, how long do you think this rebuild's gonna take? Because like he a has one year time. left, and then he's an RFA, right? So like, this is the year to move him. Yeah, because after this summer, everybody's gonna have their goalie. It says you just find the highest like, bidder, and yeah. unless you can't get a, if you can't get a first time, I wouldn't move him. Yeah, sure, but I think like the, the problem is though is I think Carter Hart's going to be kind of in that second wave of goalies that go, like because there's like four guys who are kind of going to be at the top of that board, and then he'll kind of be like after Demko gets traded, yeah, if Demko gets moved, right? Like, like, there's like six in. goalies that could be moved, which is crazy. Yeah, like teams are going to be in on on the one of the Bruins goalies. They're going to be in on Hallibuck. They're going to be in on Soros. And then if you don't Gibson. get one of those guys, then you're moving down. Yeah, then you're moving down to Gibson after those three. Um, who is going to get moved, probably. Um, I'd be shocked if he doesn't. Then you move down to, like, Demko and then Carter Hart. So, like, there's 
there really won't be a bidding war for Carter Hart at that point. No. So, yeah. and even then, like if I'm a team and I'm, I've struck out on like three goalies, I'd almost just sign Varlamov to a bridge deal and then just figure it out afterwards. Yeah. So they're kind of, I mean, they don't really have, they don't even have like a ton of picks. They have one first, they have two thirds. They don't have um, a second. That's so weird. Yeah. Who did they trade their second to? Uh, I'm here. I'm looking at it. July. I think I know what deal this was. Hell yeah, baby. I know what deal it was. Oh my goodness, it's this deal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ristolainen for Robert Hag, who's arguably better than Ristolainen. Just kidding. I mean, no, honestly, a like, first and a second. Ristolainen was like one of the, like, he was a pretty good defensive defenseman this year. He was, yeah, but it's just so funny to meme on him. I <laughs> know, oh, he's not good. Like, he's still not very good. Where's Florida? Where's Philly picking? Really top ten ish. They right? have the seventh. Seven, I think. Seven. You know, you know who they should take at seven. Matt Vymichkov. That is, that is who they should take at seven. Okay, I like because he might be there. And this he team will, is like will at there. least this team is at least three years away from being competent. Yeah. So just wait. Just hang out. Why not? And Ryan Leonard, Oliver Moore, kind of other names. I don't think Moore goes that high. I think most likely they'll go Dvorsky if he's there. Yeah. Um, because, like, that just feels like the worst thing they could do. Um, Nate Danielson's kind of interesting, too. I could see them going there. That'd probably be my prediction, is they go Danielson or Dvorsky at seven. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitchkov's, like, the clear choice, though, if he's there at seven. Yeah. You know who I actually have? I have them passing who? on Mitchkov in my fit. Yeah, they were all in on Johnny Gaudreau. Johnny Gaudreau this, Johnny Gaudreau that. Yeah. They're going to draft this year's Johnny Gaudreau. Zach Benson. 5'8", 140, sh- short kin, king. He's not going in the top 10. <laughs> so I don't know if I agree. I don't think he will. I, like, I'm willing to put 20 bucks on it right now. That Zach Benson does not he's get not in the top 10. 10. No. He's going to go. Not. I think he should, but he won't. Like Dvorsky, give me two seconds here to think about this because I might take you up on that. Okay, the Sharks won't take him. Montreal probably won't. Arizona probably won't because they're going to want a defenseman. Yeah. Yeah, but Daniel Breer, like he's going to take the short guy. How tall is Daniel Breer? He's like five nine. I might have to rescind that. Yeah, yeah he's five nine. <laughs> come on man. yeah they're gonna take zach benson <laughs> yeah thank you okay <laughs> because if washington takes mitch Cobb if he's there like there he's not gonna yeah. drop there detroit could probably detroit would take benson if if he fell to nine i don't think so i don't think i was gonna pass about benson they're drafting some european that we've never heard of oh that too um tom wallander ninth pick <laughs> yeah and he turns out to be like a superstar yeah um <laughs> the yeah, eiserman no, way yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think the Flyers could go Benson if he's still there. Okay. It is kind of interesting though. Like I, now that I look at it, like I actually like could see a uh, possibility of him falling like to like seventh or eighth. But yeah. I don't think he goes past. I don't think he gets past Detroit if Benson's there. Pronman um, seems to think he's going in the teens. That's and Pronman's guesses are usually pretty accurate. That's the, yeah, that's why enough. I said that. Fair enough. Um, all right, quickly, free agent pick for uh, the Philadelphia Flyers. See, that's like, I don't no, know, wait, trade, don't do trade Carter Hart and anyways. sign Varlamov. Sure. I'm down. That works for me. I don't think they should go after anybody. Yeah. Like, besides, unless they need to, like, replace Carter Hart with, like, a somebody. Yeah. All right, Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Kyle Dubas is the new GM, or current GM at the moment interim GM yep. uh, Ryan Paling's a free agent um, Danton Heinen Jason Zucker uh, Dumoulin Kulikov and Tristan Jari they need a goalie they need probably if like a bridge goalie that seems to be the Kyle Dubas way um, yeah uh, sure um, I could also see them being in on like Demko I think Demko's value is pretty low at this point yeah um and he kind of be that like he's not on a long contract, so I think that kind of fits that same mold. 
Uh, Matt Murray. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think if they believe that Casey DeSmith can kind of split starts, um, James Reimer is kind of an interesting name here. But I don't think they like they need somebody better than that. I kind of like Demko. I'm gonna I go like Demko. Demko. Um, yeah, they also need to buy out Grandland. That has that. That's rough. That should, be, yeah. like, that should have already happened, actually. Like, <laughs> it should have. It should be like already in the works. Um, I still think there's a lot here, though. There is. Yeah, I think there's potential here. And, and I, I trust... twenty mail in cap. Yeah, and they buy out Grandland too, so that's going to kind of help. Like they don't have a ton of guys to re-sign. Jason Zuka, I wouldn't be mad if they bring back, but I don't think they will. Yeah. Um, Brian Dumoulin's going to be gone. Uh, especially because Dubas has no, like, he has no reason to be loyal to Brian Dumoulin. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they have money. They need a goalie. They can't really trade for anybody because they have no assets. Um, they do have their first this year, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Dubas is going to trade that. They have to kind of replenish this prospect pool. I think he's going to want to make that pick. Uh, yeah, just depth. They need to build a better bottom six than what they've had the last like four years. Yeah, that's it. Who do you have them taking? Pittsburgh. Where are they picking? Twenty third, I think. No, they have the fourteenth or thirteenth pick or something like that. Oh, thirteenth. Um, uh, Oliver Moore. That's a good one. I like that one. That's what they're gonna take. Yeah, it seems like a Cal Dubas kind of pick. Yeah. I have I have Nate Danielson. I think he'd be so fun yeah. in Pittsburgh. I could see that too. Ryan Leonard too. I think is somebody yeah, that'd that be good in that conversation. Any of the um, U.S. national guys. Yeah. yeah, pretty well. Yeah, Crystal Leonard, more Danielson, who's not a U.S. guy, but I don't mind. Perot. Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't like. Oh. I think I think they probably go USDP. I think so. That'd be my ideal. It'd be interesting though, because Kyle Davis probably hasn't spent a lot of time on like the early teens in this draft. No, he's got to verse so, himself in that. Yeah, I think that's kind of like that can make things interesting here. So I don't think they got. I don't think they go too off the board. I could also no, I see a world where the Penguins trade down, which would be interesting. Where Dubis just kind of recoups assets and then gets like a late twenties pick or something, and, and then drafts some there. stud. Yeah. Yeah, like I could see because like he knows that area of the draft, right? So it'd be like I think that there's a world in which that happens because it helps the Penguins and try to like recoup assets that they need. But um, who would want to just trade up? Like there's like you have to have a reason to trade up. I think there's teams that could. I think a team like Carolina could be interested in somebody. Um, I think there's That's a couple. Of, like who's who's picking around there? Um, Chicago possibly. They have a ton of picks. Like they could just try to try to get like another building block around their team like they have Tampa's yeah. pick at 19 um seattle too although i think seattle kind of has their core kind of already set columbus as well Could maybe colorado i don't know if you, like maybe yeah that's you don't want to give assets think, for that yeah i think the avalanche are going to just look for a roster player with their picks but i think yeah columbus and chicago are kind of the interesting teams there that i could see potentially trading up to the early teams or or Which, this like, this is for the memes this is for the memes right here Mm-hmm. Brad Trailoving's not very used <laughs> to the late first <laughs> swap picks. <laughs> oh yeah, I from twenty eighth to fourteenth, thirteenth. Oh, that would be yeah, hilarious. 13th. That'd be so funny. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dubas gets the better player. That that's how that story ends. Yeah, they trade up and they take like Brandon Yeager at thirteen. And then the Leafs get somebody like, I don't know, somebody falls and they get him. I don't know. Let's, uh, yeah, something like that happens. <laughs> That'd be yeah. funny. I think All right, so. Pittsburgh fringe playoff team. Is that kind of where we're at here? Yeah, one of the wild cards. I'll say fourth to sixth. Yeah, sure. Uh, All right, now the Washington Capitals, final team to cover here. Um, missed the playoffs this past season. Um, yeah. Connor Sherry, Craig Smith are free agents. Um, and then Faravari and Matt Irwin. And Carl Hagelin, if anybody cares. Um, 
don't hate on my man Carl Hagelin like that. I like Carl. Carl Hagelin was so much fun in the NHL video games. He's always so fast. Yeah, he was like, so, he was so like, much fun in Huts. Yeah. Yeah. Anaheim, oh, who was the other Carl guy, Hagelin. too, on Anaheim? Cogliano. Him and Cogliano yeah. were so much oh, yeah. fun. And they're so cheap, too. Like, on Hut, they were almost, like, 78 overall. Like, it was, yeah, it was great. Yeah, that was Good fun. Times. Um, <laughs> uh, Craig Smith doesn't come back. He's going to hit the market. Um, somebody's going to get him for like a one-year deal, and he's going to be pretty good. Um, yep. Same with Connor Sherry. I'd, maybe the Capitals bring him back, but I feel like they're kind of like they need to kind of look for somebody a bit younger. Um, yeah. To fill that role. Defensively, I think they're fine. I mean, Rasmus Sandin kind of solves a lot of their problems. Uh, on the blue line. Yeah. He only have one year left on his deal, though, so that's kind of an interesting wrinkle there, too. Um, but this is just about, like, finding playmakers to pass the puck to Alex Ovechkin so he can score 50 goals again, right? Like, that's the plan? Yeah, they're just trying to score some goals. Yeah, so just don't... No, but it's more specifically, they're trying to get Ovechkin to score goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... It's not the, the team itself isn't trying to score goals. It's They need to get Alex Ovechkin the puck. Um... So don't go sign Max Pacioretty, is what I'm trying to say. No. Sign do not Nyquist. Yeah. Thomas Tatar. Yeah, sure. To the Capitals, um, confirmed. Yeah. Kuznetsov is kind of the interesting name here, because he's probably going to get traded. Um, For Mark Scheifele. Actually, I, yeah, I, I saw that. Like, I think a, it would work. I think that it kind of makes sense. Like, Yeah, it does. Less so for Winnipeg, but like, the, obviously the Caps would have to give up like some other pieces as well. Um, well, Connor McMichael kinda, and a and a first. That's really all you sure. need. Yeah, sure. Um, then yeah, in that case, I think it kind of works out. Um, and then Washington kind of becomes. I thought they'd be better than last year. I actually kind of like their offseason last season. Um, yeah, I thought they were sneaky good. Kemper, yeah. I thought Kemper would be better. I still think they're kind of sneaky good though. Like I think the Cavs could like sweep into a playoff spot this year. I think yeah, and once again in the playoffs, I think they can go deep. They're one of those teams where. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like to make that argument, but you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like they can go deep. Yeah. yeah, they're a team that like if they finish first, I'd have less faith in them than I do if they finish like fifth and make the playoffs. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like the East is still going to be kind of loaded next season. Like, yeah, and they have a good goalie. Also, like, like that's really that's also why I'm very much in the camp that I think the, the Blue Jackets, Islanders, and uh, Flyers should just kind of like try to be bad. Yeah. Especially the the jackets and flyers, like they especially need to kind of just not be good next season. They just need to suck, yeah. Yeah, the Islanders have Sor- of Sorokin and Barzell and Horvat, so they kind of don't have a choice. But like those bottom two teams need to be awful. That ha- that's the plan. Yeah. Uh, all right, free agent. So yeah, Mark Shifley. We're kind of we're we're good with that as their target. We're good with Mark Shifley. Yeah, I think James Van Riemsdyk is kind of interesting as like a depth player. Yeah. For them. Yeah. Kind of um, uh, Smith, Connor Sheary role. Yeah. Bring back Garnet Hathaway. I think that would be good if he wants to come sure. back. Yeah. Sure. Um, they don't really need a defenseman. They could bring in like somebody, like a depth guy um, to play. Uh, but I mean, obviously, Carlson, Jensen, Van Riemsdyk, Sandine is probably your top set, your top four. I think, yeah, their decor is pretty much set for next year. Trevor names like you could probably push down to the third pairing if you brought in like a second pair guy, but I don't really know who you maybe a Dumoulin would Bring be back interesting. Orlov. Like, Apparently, he's interested in going back. Yeah, I mean, sure, that'd be so um, smart. Yeah, and try him again at the deadline, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, that's yeah, me in NHL seemed... 23. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's like that's the play, baby. Just yeah. farm third round picks forever. It's great. Uh, yeah, the, the Capitals. Are an interest. They're an interesting spot right now because obviously, like, they still have the potential to be good, and they don't. They're not really locked into any like terrible contracts. The Strom contract's yeah. a little egregious for like the years, but I think it's like the money's fine. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, like five seasons is a little much, but you know, hey, can you do? Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, they're pretty well. Like, they're they're actually in a pretty good spot here. I'd agree. Um. Yeah. Predictions like wildcard team. Yeah, fourth, said that. fourth, four fifth. Six. Yeah, Somewhere four to six today. is good. I think we had everybody like most of the division four six. Um, yeah. So quickly, like I think we will, we will we will have Carolina New Jersey at the top of the division, right? Yep. And then the Rangers at three. Yep. And then a, whoever you want of Pittsburgh, Washington. Pittsburgh, Washington Islanders is what I have four to six. 
Yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough, because I think Sorokin can kind of push into that. Any of those combinations, and then I'd probably go Columbus-Philadelphia. Yep, eight. that's pretty much. Okay. I think I probably go. won't change much after the offseason, too. Yeah, I don't think, I think it's a pretty cut and dry division. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, somebody could do something insane, but I think there's pretty well, there's a pretty clear, like, Stanley Cup contenders, playoff contenders, rebuilding teams Yeah. section in this division. Um, it's just, like, where those teams fall within those groups. Right. Yeah. I think we. Uh, I don't think we set our draft picks for Washington before we ended off here. Where the pick? Oh, Mitchkov. Yeah, I have Mitchkov too. <laughs> <laughs> if you're picking in the top ten, not like outside of the top four, you're taking Mitchkov. <laughs> that's the, that's the yeah. fit. Um, if he isn't there, um, Benson's interesting. Um, Ryan Leonard's interesting. Those kind of be the two. I'd agree. Throw around. I don't think Carlson drops to that low, but. All right, I think that's uh, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you guys follow on uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Full videos on YouTube. Um, and uh, yeah, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Broly Talks Hockey. Um, sort of get back into the flow of things here. But yeah, you can yeah, find you me there. That, you said that every week. <laughs> I do. I do. But no, no, no. It is picking up. It is picking up. All right, all right. The we'll DMs see. are going crazy. That's really all it is. Uh, and the stories. Well, there you go. There you, go. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys can find me at NBA Hockey, uh, mainly on Instagram, but sometimes on Twitter. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week for the. Uh, we're going to be doing videos like this or podcasts like this um, up until the draft. So we have four. Yeah. This is number one. We're in the Pacific or Central, Central next. next. Yeah. Central next. Uh, nights and six. <laughs>